This is JFM Podcast. Beautiful morning to you there. Thank you so much for choosing J Water 1.9 FM. You're on to the show. Let's talk. It is the fourth day of July 2023. Another good day to talk about um, the Nigerian government. Another good day to talk about um, Tinubu's ministerial list. Um, we had that once the holidays are over, we would be seeing the list and it will be given to the Senate for Verton, um, the previous government, which was the Buhari-led administration, had 44 ministers. Um, some states had two ministers come from there. But um, in the Tinubu administration, we're expecting to see 36 ministers plus from the FCT. And we're hoping that um, competent people are put in such positions to help bring make Nigeria one more time a better place or bring it Why back. Why do you say one more time, though? Uh, one more time, because it can, it can either go south they can either can get we, it right can, can or get, get it wrong. These, I don't know. I want to stay very optimistic and hoping that we will get it right this time. With the Tinubu-led administration, it will be done right this time. But if we do not get it right this time, as they say, time shall tell. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Time is, will, gossip. <laughs> time is actually time. a gossip. It's always telling. <laughs> so we'll have our minds open and stay optimistic. But welcome to the show. We'll be talking about the ministerial list. Um, what are the criteria when it comes to selecting those who will be appointed and who and who do you want to see on that make that ministerial list? Welcome to the show. My name is Abigail Seaman and I'm not alone. I'm joined by Mika. Say Mika, lovely morning to you. Good morning, Abigail. Good morning to our listener out there. It's good to be here again. So Tuesday morning, quite chill, not um, as cold as some people would want it to be. But it's also a good weather to, you know, to have a cup of tea and a plate of biscuits or if you like popcorns. Like you said, there's a ministerial list we are looking at today and even where we're coming from, given the Buhari-led administration's slow-paced um, nature in selecting ministers and the somewhat like a discal attitude in ministerial appraisals, uh, we as Nigerians are looking forward to what the president will submit, the names will submit to the Senate. However, like we've mentioned here before, one of the things that I saw uh, you know, in the past administration, especially when it came to the screening, was the taking a bow and leaving, was the I wouldn't say the lack of awareness, but for want of a better word, for the lack of awareness of the senators to properly screen people. I remember when Abubakar Kamalami was being screened in 2015. Yeah. 2016, right? I think 2015 plus end of 2020, that's November, I think. And he wasn't asked questions that were pertaining to the office he was going to lead. It seemed as though he had friends in the Senate already, and he just came there, asked a few questions, and left. The one that even made me choking was Festus Kiyamo. I just remembered something. You know, back then when we were at school and when we were making presentations, and we have our friends, we tell them, oh, these are the questions you ask. So yes. when the lecturer says, anybody has questions, you just yes, raise just up raise your, your hand and so that we, we know what we're doing here. We, we, we had people just taking a bow and leaving. While I don't know what the 
process is like in terms of what should be done. But we've mm. seen ministerial you know, screenings prior to Bihari administration. We've seen in different parts of the world where ministers have been screened by the, by the chambers. And we see and hear the kind of questions they are asked. So I'm hoping that whatever list is sent to the Senate, hopefully this week, as we heard um, in the news, that the screening process obviously will be televised. I'm hoping it will be this time because it was done the last time would actually be honest. Not people just coming to take a bow. Oh, I know you are my guy and you can go. We need to know. We need to know what questions senators are asking these people and the answers they give they, will determine mm. whether or not we can trust them. Of course, interviews are not always the proper yastic to, um, to determine who would lead well or who would do well as a leader. However, it gives us an idea of what they will likely do. I also remember in 2015, let me not call his name, a certain minister who was supposed to head the ICT department ministry, I can't remember the exact ministry, and he was asked some really basic, I want to say redundant questions. And like everybody around me who, who was into that um, uh, interview, as I want to call it, yeah. was asking, why are you asking the minister of an ICT if he has a computer? Some really basic Question. secondary school questions. Mm. I also think that, even though I understand that senators are representatives of us, I think that if a senator who has absolutely no idea, for example, what a finance minister's work should, it should be, be like, shouldn't be asking questions. You, what kind of questions can you ask? If you're unless going you're to, going to go and okay, get professional, or you or you're going to study and say, okay, oh, I want I want to get I want to get answers to this question. Questions, yes. But, but so. most times, what we've seen is they just ask very mundane questions and the people answer them and we've also seen also in you know the last administration where the senators use those questions those screening um, segments as a way to equal certain vendettas against certain people there were people again i don't i don't know what questions they're supposed to ask but they're certain questions that just did not make sense to me so i'm hoping first that the president submits a list that is all encompassing we've talked about this here before whether competence and representation should can go hand in hand. hand. Yeah. Um, the president has shown in his few appointments, special advisors, as well as, you know, uh, SS, um, uh, what do you call them, state security advisors, yeah. that he can find the way to balance representation and some level of credibility. However, it's ha- appointing 14 um, special advisors and appointing a lot of ministers are two different things. And also, which is like the norm in Nigeria, where states send names to the, to the Gulf, the president, mm-hmm. on who they think should be appointed ministers. I want to hope that the difference from what we are used to is that people are not giving rewards with ministerial positions. Mm-hmm. You should have earned Earned it it. as a technocrat. You are competent enough enough to do the job. And also, when you become a minister, I don't like the one that you become minister for the full eight years the president is in power. If you are not doing your job, you get the sack. The only only person... the only persons that got that they were they were booted out, popular ones were booted out under the Borah Administration were Kemi Adeoshun and Minister for Petroleum. But you know, I have I have one one thing that I'm sure I'm not I'm sure I'm not the only one thinking about it, but other Nigerians too. During the Borah led administration, there were ministers that we didn't even know of because they were so um, they were dormant, dormant they were in their ministry. We did not know who and was the minister. For eight years. 
they stayed for eight years and we did not even know who was heading such ministry. And I'm hoping that Tinubu this time or this Tinubu's led administration this time, even though I'm, we're seeing that governors are given the opportunities to appoint, um, nominate people from their states that will make the ministerial list. And I also read somewhere that um, for those who were not able to, didn't win um, candidacy wherever they were, yeah, campaigning for I don't have they, those, they don't get the opportunity. For example, former <laughs> governors that did not win their senatorial seats don't have the opportunity to nominate. Even governors who didn't win don't have the opportunity to. But nominate. then they also have the opportunity to be nominated. Yes, but and, and that for me is a problem. Mm. I think it's a problem when people who have failed some worth. Again, I'm not saying if you spent eight years as a governor or you spent, you know, whatever time you spent in government, you automatically failed. But there are certain people who, from the indices, from conversations, from the from people they led, tag, tag them as failures. It makes no sense for you to have failed in a certain position and then you are rewarded in a different position because you, quote-unquote, worked for the president. It is Nigeria. It's not your father's property. If it's your father's property, you can give it to anybody you want to. Hmm. But a country that even your to, father's property, you, you want you want self. to keep it you within. People, I, I imagine that you own your father owns a conglomerate and he probably passes on, and you are charged with the responsibility of giving people things from your father's um, company. You will not give it to just about anybody. You 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 you, you, won't you will your, scrutinize. You will scrutinize. Oh, is this person good enough to handle these things? In the mm. same way, you cannot mismanage your property if it's yours. Don't do that to a country. Don't tokenize up positions. Oh, and you worked for me. Oh yeah, just take this one. I don't. I don't want to give example. There are certain ministers who we knew from what they from the antecedent prior mm. had no business leading certain ministries. Yes. And they led those ministries for as long as they did. Nothing happened. Again, a lot of times, um, and, and something I have noticed, just to end this quickly, is that you don't always have to be technocrat to lead certain... There are certain ministries that, that more than anything just requires your honesty to learn and your, um, and your ability to be empathic to people you're leading. There are mm. certain ministries like that. Yeah. But there are also some that if you don't know... And I, I can't lead a ministry... You know nothing that about. I know nothing about. Especially the ministry of... Um, of let's, say, let's say become the minister of state, for example, or let's say ministry for environment. I don't know anything. <laughs> so we should, we should be honest. The president should be honest. No, go give your brother. Say, oh, it worked for me was head of my campaign team so, so I, I give him minister it's, it's compensation don't compensate anybody in our Do country not. it's not your father's business well to help us look further into this and look um how what are the criteria so we have barista jk chris here in the building with also lovely morning to you are welcome to the show it's good to have you here. Um, so that, that's it's a pleasure to be here. Yeah, really good to have you. Well, let's let's get to the meat of the conversation, the ministerial list, and even down to the states, which we'll touch briefly before we leave here. Um, Tinubu is supposed to give this ministerial list um, after the holidays, either this week or next week, to the Senate to pass a verdict um, on who would head several positions in the country. Um, one of the things that Nigerians have been talking about is the credibility of these people. Some people have said technocrats are going to make those lists. Some people have said majorly technocrats should make that list when it comes to ministerial positions. From your own perspective, I, do you, what kind of criteria should we be laying down for people who head ministries in the country? Um, yes, it depends on who calls uh, the, the, the shots at the moment. Mm -hmm. And the person is uh, his, the president himself, President yeah. Bola Ametinibu. And then it largely depends on his policy direction. 
what are his interests? What are the, the things that he really wants to put forward? And you know where we're coming from at the moment. Where Nigeria is emerging from is a battered economy, mm. economy that has not done well. We also have security challenges here and there. We also have quite a number of humanitarian crises here and there. Mm. Now, looking at where we are coming from, you really need people. You really need uh, people that would be able to assist. Now, talking about ministerial, yes, I've listened to the background to the conversation and all mm-hmm. that. You should also know that um, the position of a minister is more or less a supervisory role. It's more or less a supervisory role because the constitution provided that there should be ministers, and then by virtue of Nigeria being um, a federation and with the federating unit. Mm-hmm. At least each state will, present, will be represented by minister, one minister at, at, at the moment. At least you might have more than one from uh, some states at the moment, but you have one. So these people, what we are looking at is uh, from experience, the president, the Bola Tinibu that we know, he mm-hmm. so much believed in young people. Looking at where he's coming from in Lagos during his days between 1999 and 2007. He actually used young people to achieve what he wants to do. And then, largely, if you actually want to bring Nigeria out of the quagmire we found ourselves, I think mm-hmm. you need to use younger people very, very well. You need to use younger people because they have the, the idea. They are, they are creative. Younger people are creative. They have the energy. Mm-hmm. Younger people have the vision. Now, if you, if you preoccupy the space with Older people. We all know that what older people do is, is dream. They dream about this. They, you know, they fantasize about a lot of things. But young people will sit down, will come together and have vision. What do you want? How do we project this country in the next 30 years, in the next 40, 50 years? What do we want our country to be in terms of environment, in terms of environment and all that? My brother is saying he cannot be, he can be a very good minister of environment. Yes, all they need to do is Check the situation. What are we facing? The flooding and so all that's that. learning are, on the job. Yes. What are responsible? Is us supervisory law? But, and but if, you are, good, if you, you are good, if you are good, if you no, you see, you have you have people, you have civil servants that are technocrats, people that are basically professional in those fields. You have very good um, regional planners. You have very good. Um, in, civil engineers and all that. What is the problem? By the time you know the problem, you ensure the right thing is done. Okay. You ensure the right thing is done. Knowing fully well that you are coming from the president who called the shot, you have the backing of the president, and that is why you see a younger person who mount a ministry where you have a very old person as a permanent secretary or whatever. But because you are here to implement the policies of the president, that actually sought for the votes of the people and he was voted and then he mm. is the leader at that moment. You need to ensure that the vision of the president is implemented. Mm. So you have to be there. You are representing the president. You are representing the people that elected the president. So you ensure the right thing is done. Even while the civil servants who want to play hide and seek with a lot of things because you know we know the, the, the level of corruption. Actually, if you if you if you if you want to blame some ministers for not performing or for for being docile, you mm-hmm. have to blame the civil servants. If they want you to perform, you will perform. If they want if they want you to perform, you will not perform. But if your if your job as a minister is to oversee, is to supervise a department, and you are supposedly the leader, 
Why are you not supposed to take the blame for the failure success of the ministry? Yes, you are to take the blame because you did not stamp your feet on the ground. Okay. If you appoint me a minister today, I'm assuring you I'm going to be uh, I'm going to I'm going to hit the ground and insist <laughs> on what on what needs to be done to be done. You I, I, I wanted look. to ask you something. Sorry to cut you short. You mentioned something and you said learning on the job, which I you we were talking about. But for the peculiarity of of our country, do we need people who will be learning on, on the, the job, job, or we need experts who will get the job done? You see, there are people that will learn on the job. There are people that will get the job done. You understand? Mm-hmm. Learning on the job doesn't mean that you don't have experience. Like he said, he has never been there. He has been probably um, a lawyer. He has been a medical doctor. He has been an engineer working in his field. But he's appointed today as a minister. It doesn't mean that he doesn't have experience of administration in other, in other fields. But he's just not conversant with the field of environment. All he needs to do is, look, what, do we, what, what is the Mr. President's vision about environment? What are we looking at? What do you want to achieve? We have a lot of issues that have to do with, um, you know, environment. Mm. The, the, the issue of flooding here and there, we have seen it and all that. How do we tackle this? Now, you ensure that those departments are activated. You go on supervision. You ensure that the right things are done. You understand? Mm. Not really you must, you must, you are not going there. You're not going to go carry out the, the job yourself. As I said, it's mostly supervisory it's rule. And all you need is the nod of the president to stamp your political will, to ensure the right things are done, to supervise properly, and to ensure everybody is, is doing what he ought to do. All right, before and I add, what, what I add yes. You are, you are talking of also uh, whether politicians should dominate. Or Technocrats. Technocrats mm. or now, you have to blend all. You have to bring, you cannot do without politicians as far as it is political game. There are people that look, you cannot just come and say, okay, because I want to achieve this and this, I want to just see all the politicians and bring in technocrat. Someone that is staying in the UK and then probably you just bring him in. We have scenario here and there where you bring in people that, you know, at the end of the day, they can't contribute anything. Mm. So you have to blend, you have to bring in the technocrats. Um, at some level, you have to bring in the politicians because they know where the pains are. They have been here. Mm. You have to also bring in, you have to also blend between uh, the younger generation and the older generation. But mostly, your emphasis should be on the younger generation because of the energy, because of the creativity, because of the ability to have, to envision what the, the, the country should be in the next um, couple of years and all that. But we all believe that younger people, older people and some politicians who just, their thinking is just the, the, the first four years, the next four years and all that. Mm. Just the next cycle of elections. But if you bring people that would think um, the next 40 years, I think it will also help. Mm. So, so, people, so people like uh, Abdullahi Ganduji and his predecessor, should they make it on the ministerial list? Yes, it depends on the constitution. But what, actually, they, what, what would they possibly consider? Yeah, consider, they may consider politics. But as far as I'm concerned, if it is energy and vision, I don't think they should be considered. But if you are looking at, if you want to compensate based on political consideration, fine, they can mm. make the list. All right. They can make the list. Um, like, like, like she asks, court criteria should be used. And secondly, um, the president had appointed prior, before now, you know, certain advisors and chief of staffs. Some people had applauded the appointment, especially given that the chief of staffs, many of them were not people known. For example, um, the national security um, NSA chief is not somebody that was formerly in the military office or anything, which is the first in Nigeria. 
are we to expect such radical unorthodox method in terms of the people selected to be ministers or do we go back to the quote-unquote tried and tested maybe not trusted method of tokenizing appointments and giving people a ministerial appointment because they worked hard for the president yes you know um you can give based on such consideration and you can also consider merit you can also consider recommendations you can also consider people that have attained certain feats in their own field of endeavor to bring in their world of experience into it we have seen where you know sometimes um people like Ngozi Okonjo-Weller was brought from from the international financial circle into yes. into the country and she did well so if you can have pocket of them if you were um Adeshina then the then minister of yes. agriculture under Jonathan he was brought in and he did well there are people that you can identify that are doing well and then they have the creativity and all those guys what they brought in is creativity you understand he brought in the GES, you call them, and then how to distribute fertilizer. He's a young man. He came in as a minister of agriculture. But he created, he was so innovative that he created a platform where you will receive a text from your house. And you go and show that text and you receive fertilizer directly. You understand? You take off middlemen completely and you take off the cost of so many things and all that. So these are the kind of creativity that we need that if you can identify good Nigerians, wherever they are, that can add up, you know, to, to what you really want to do. All we want is to see things move forward. All we want is radical departure from the normal. We don't want people that will come, you know, you chop just for chopping, as, mm. as the saying goes. Mm. It's like, time like to chop. Like, like a certain M. governor yes, once said. it's time to chop. No, this is not time to chop. This is time to revive Nigeria. Do, do you, this is time to the revive president? the economic fortune of this country, the agriculture. We know with the removal of subsidy and some of these policies, uh, you know, people are going through a lot. Do you uh, think the, the, the president would do what you just said? Appoint people based on credibility definitely, and not based there, there on the people, fact that they work I, for them? I'm, I'm very, very sure there are people that will be picked based on on their track record, based on their credibility in their field of endeavor. There are people that will pick based on that. There are people that will be picked based on their hard work, their contribution to enthroning the government. You can't take away that. And mm -hmm. then there are people that will, that will be brought as well based on consideration, based on recommendation. You okay. can't take that away. Right. It's politics. You need everybody and good. you need all shade of opinion. My, my, my next question is, one of the things that Nigerians have complained about, and it's not news, that our cost of governance is over the roof. However, we also have somewhere that is, according to Festus Kiamu, unconstitutional, where the president appoints minister of states to different department ministries. Going forward... Should ministers of states for different ministries, should they be scrapped? Or should we keep them just to have every state incorporated into the ministerial list? As I, as I rightly mentioned, the, the position of a minister is more of a supervisory role. But we have a minister and a minister yes. of states. No, but two different you, see, you see, if you see how large the, some of these ministries can be, and you see how large the departments under them, the commission, you know, the, 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 the agencies they will have to supervise. They are so large. 
Now, the wisdom is that um, one person may not be able to effectively supervise all these departments. So, you have a minister of state. So, yes. so, okay, let me so, ask. so, the MDS in one ministry might be so large that it would be difficult for one, one person to be able to effectively supervise and monitor what is going on there. So, you need an extra hand. I think that's the idea of the minister of state. It's just like um, the, 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 an assistant or something so like the that. Minister, okay, in your words, the minister of state is an assistant to the minister. To the main minister, yes. Oh, okay. to, to be able to effectively supervise the MDAs and all that, the departments that are under the ministry and, and all that. Because Nigeria is so large that, um, <laughs> imagine, uh, we, we, in the past, in, in Buhari's administration, we have our 44 ministers and yes. all that mm. to supervise the entire... Um, if those guys who work effectively, that's, those include the Minister of State and all that. So I'm, I'm, I'm saying um, there might not be even enough to effectively monitor so, so, what's okay. going on. And that's let why me, you have lapses here and there. You let, me, have let, me, let, me, let me take this confession further. Are you saying that the way Nigeria is structured and the number of ministers we have and ministries we have, we need more people to supervise this ministry? Very well. More, it, means, more, it means we need to spend honest, more, more need, honest people. We need to spend more money. More money. To, to make these ministries work. Is it, is a function, is, is a problem a function of not having enough people leading the ministries or not having people good enough to lead the ministry? Ministry of Finance, for example, do we need like four ministers of finance to lead the, the, finance, the finance of the country? Four ministers of finance? If, 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 if according to you, no. we don't, we don't because have... Because in the Buari era, there were two ministers. We had... From states, we had two ministers. Some, yes. some, some ministries had even two. We yes. know, we know, we know yes. that, and we still saw lapses mm-hmm. at such point. So, in the Tinubu-led administration, now minister like like Ministry of Finance, yes. I'm yes. sure you know how large it is. So, it, how, it also supervises customs. It supervises um, yeah, budget office. It supervises CBN. It supervises a lot of places. So, you're suggesting we have like more ministers? No, of finance. what I'm saying is the system. What we have now. Is not an aberration. The issue of um, minister of states. I think that's why that's a uh, yes. conversation. Yes. Whether it is normal or abnormal, I feel it is not abnormal. It is okay if we can maintain that for effective monitoring and then for effective um, supervision. As okay. It is. Um, there was a report. The Russian report about. Um, cost of governance and collapsing certain ministries to ensure that first the ministries do not take a lot of money and are effective. Do you think that if we have multiple ministers, in your words, mm. we are not spending more money on things that are supposedly simple to do? And going forward, the Tinubu-led administration, what are the things that we as Nigerians should consider as success rates for different ministries? Because, like I said earlier when the show started, under Muhammad Buhari, we had ministers who stayed eight years and who... Too many Nigerians did not do anything. Simple example, Minister of Education, Adamo Adamo, stayed for eight years. Even he came out, you know, um, some months back to say he had absolutely no idea what he was doing at a point. Um, we, we also had, um, you know, different ministers at different points who many of us did not feel their impact but stayed that long. For the president, what are the cri- should, should there be like a template that we as Nigerians see, like a like setting KPIs for them mm-hmm. to know these are the things person should achieve, or should we continue in the way where the president's feeling part time determines whether or not a minister continues or a minister's you know um, tenure ends? Uh, you see, what what I I said is um, if you have ministers and then the president's. Um, the president's interest or the president's policy direction 
every administration has its own policy. Probably why um, in Buhari's era the Minister of Education is not pronounced or he has not stamped his feet is because um, you know they did not prioritize education like that. They have um, a little. Um, what what not, what not, what were the things not, prioritized? Not, uh, prioritized is what were the, what were the things prioritized? Let's yeah, just it, it, like humanitarian. He prioritized humanitarian. Yes, you can see the the attention was much on the minister of humanitarian and all that because okay. he wants to you know the minister of humanitarian he's busy you know giving out humanitarian assistance to people yeah to people did he help yeah he didn't help because did he, did he help yeah, because these are, these are handouts that will not last you that will not make any impact in your life and all that no all we have all, all we're saying is that now in Tinibu's administration he might likely look at um let's say uh, rebuilding the economy Okay. So he will bring in a minister of um, finance or someone that has to do with economic planning and budget and all that, and then give priority to that. And then if you're also looking at security, if just like the, the, the Buhari's administration, they put more attention on security. The minister of defense was all there at the NSA and all that. Now, if his policy direction is in this particular area. You see the minister featuring and you bring in the person he feels is more competent in that area to be able to, to, to handle and supervise properly those areas that he wish um, he could do. But then, if we are setting an agenda for him or we are looking at direction for him, where do we go from here? Mm. Is it education? Is it agriculture? Well, his, we, his, we, his, um, his um, 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 renewed hope Manifesto actually laid out the things yes. that he wants. Shouldn't, shouldn't Nigerians be but, but, involved but, in certain directions? But, but you cannot to... just grab everything and be able to implement it at once. You go, you know, sector by sector and then based on your area of priority and all that. So probably we'll start looking at, uh, yes, the security and then we start looking at how to cushion the effects of the subsidy removal. A lot of people applaud that and said, look, it's the right direction in the right step. But um, this is the same person that objected that he fought against the implementation of subsidy removal in, in 2012 and mm. all that. Mm. But you are bringing it up now. What are your policies? What? Do, how do you intend to cushion the effects? We know how um, hard it is now for people, you know, going around mm. Mm. to buy fuel. Some people spend more than, you know, Forty to fifty thousand just a week on on, on, on on energy and all that. I, I was going to ask you, um, as Nigerians, we are the ones who feel the brunt the most, and this is my personal, you know, from observation that a lot of people, a lot of political powers or people who are in political offices, do not necessarily know what we are going through. They seem to be protected in some, you know, special cocoon of theirs. As everyday Nigerians who want to see the country work. What are those four to five things you think the president should place priority on? And who, in your opinion, do you think, from what you've seen or heard and read about, can lead those ministries to ensure that these priorities you know, are brought you know, to, to bear for Nigerians? I feel, I feel um, to start with is, um, is health care. You understand? If the government can prioritize health care, I know for sure the 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 amount that is spent on healthcare not talk of medical tourism that we know it's the order of the day in Nigeria even you know locally 
mm. if you want to if you want to access good and quality healthcare as individual i know you have to go to a private hospital the government facilities are there the government hospitals are there from the tertiary uh, medical institutions from the tertiary hospitals the secondary hospitals, and the primary healthcare system they are they are almost not functional they are almost not functional you understand? Because of the cumbersome nature and all that, everybody will want to go to Jute, for instance. Everybody wants to go to Plateau Hospital. Everyone to access the general hospitals. And the primary health cares are almost not there. So people, Nigerians, individuals, spend a lot to access good medical health care. Is a priority. It's taking chunk of our resources. Secondly, education. In this country now, everybody, the, 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 the government schools are almost not there. They have vanished. Mm. Now, if you, everybody that earns from 50,000 upward will not want to take his child to primary, uh, the public primary school. You want to struggle to get a private school that you know you can afford. You know, going to private primary school from the crutches and up to the, the, the nursery schools, the primary, the secondary, and all that. Everything is private. And we know the chunk of resources is taking. Mm -hmm. it's, taking it's, it's taking a toll out of parents and individuals to educate their child. So now, to access medical bill, to access education, you have to pay trillions. And then agriculture. Mm -hmm. The cost of foodstuff is rising. We don't have food security um, um, uh, policies in this country. We don't subsidize agriculture in this country. So if the president will subsidize agriculture... Do you, do you, do you and, honestly and think, that, just to segue, do yes. you think the president, for a man who has removed subsidy on fuel, for a man who some say might remove subsidy on education, yes, do you think he would subsidize agriculture? I think if you remove subsidy on agriculture, you remove subsidy on, on energy, that is um, yes. uh, power, yeah. electricity, yes. there is no subsidy, you need to subsidize agriculture. Do you think he will? Yes. That is, that is Should we stay optimistic? That we are hoping that he need to subsidize but agriculture. How do you subsidize agriculture? Make sure that people have access to 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 um, um, farming, um, you know, implements farming opportunities where people can go to farm with modern equipment. You understand? Improve the the agricultural activities of of your citizen. How do you do that? You ensure that security. The fear now is everywhere in the country. A lot of uh, banditry activities has taken over all our villages, especially in the Middle Belt, Plateau, and other surrounding states. The fear is that we might have food crisis because, for instance, in Mangu, for instance, you know the kind of um, agricultural activities that is going on there, the kind of food that is bringing that is being brought out from that area. By the time you make sure that they, 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 you allow insecurity in almost all the villages you are heading to a food crisis mm. because you might not have enough food to sustain the states, not to talk of um, exporting and taking it to other states and right. possibly other countries. So uh. by the time you ensure that um, agriculture is subsidized, mm. you ensure that there is security within the trenches where people will be able to farm um, in peace, farm in large quantity, and then be able to... A lot of people um, will be able to have their way and then the economy will improve generally because if you reduce the amount of money that people spend on healthcare, on education, on food, and other things, yes, so, the, um, the effects of um, the foil the subsidy, subsidy will I was, not I was be going too to ask this last question. It's something that we both talked a lot about. Who are you hoping to see 
in I was the going to ask him, who, 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 who are you? Who make the list? You think like, oh, this person has done well in this. Let's, and I think make, let's make our projections. Person. If I throw names at you, you probably will tell what, what is ministerial it, is positions. It within, is it uh, across the nation? Across, across the nation. The, oh, let's start from, wow, let's wow. from the no, state. No, let's start no, from, no, from no, the state. A lot of people have suggested that Joshua Darius make the ministerial list. Former governor, Simon Bakula, she make the minister. So what are those names? If you ask me to, I can speak for Plateau. And yes, okay, go ahead. If you ask me to nominate one person to be the minister from Plateau State, I will say give Professor CJ Dakas. Who is Professor CJ Dakas? What kind, what would he do? What ministry would he have? He's he's a professor of law and then um, not, 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 not to be biased yeah, of course I'm, you're I'm, a lawyer <laughs> but I know he's a passionate somebody he's a detailed somebody he's a meticulous somebody that can really supervise as, as supervise the what ministry is. what ministry any ministry any, any ministry, ministry. Yes, so he's, he's that he's competent a, he's a lawyer in fact, so, wait, I'm assuring you that he can even supervise <laughs> Ministry of Health. It's also that the doctors will know. <laughs> yeah, him. I just want to say that lawyers, lawyers that call themselves the, the, yeah, the, the the colleagues. colleagues. Those of us who are not learners. You know, most of the cases we have in, in medical fields, mm. are, are, we refer to them as, as negligence, medical negligence. So if you give a lawyer Ministry of Health, <laughs> he will ensure that there are there no, no medical, negligence. medical negligence. I wanted to ask you, uh, I, yeah, even though I know he, he didn't run for office again, but somebody like... Governor Yesom Wiki, former Governor Rivers, who has been in the limelight of politics this year, he was everywhere. You see, what, be, what, what would it be what compensation or what we're avoiding? What we're avoiding is recycling. Mm. Recycling. Most of these names that I throwing up are names that have been featuring from 1999. Some of them have moved from the Senate, from the House of Rep, from House of Assembly, down to governorship, back to Senate, and all that. You know, these people have been recycled. I, I feel they are spent. We need new blood. We need people with fresh ideas. But, but as you say, we are talking of innovation. We are talking of vigor. We are talking of vitality mm-hmm. and energy. So you need to inject fresh blood. But has the, has, the, has the president injected fresh blood in, yes. his, in his appointment? So far, no. So far, so far, no. So why do we expect him to do something different? Yes. If so far, coming, he has coming, been coming to people that will be responsible for day-to-day running. We've yes. seen that if of you bring, George Akume. Uh-huh, George Akume is 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 is, is an older person, older generation. He has Very been old. his colleague from from you understand know, mm. and then the chief of staff also have been there it's since been there. 2003 mm. he has been in the in the house of reps and all that. he's over 60 and all that so why can't you bring people that are in the 40s in fact even late 30s bring people in 30s bring people in 40s they should learn the acts even if you are going that to give be able them, to keep up with even trends. if you are going to give them the minister of state and all that, they should learn the rope. Because if these people that you are you are recycling, recycling, one day they may not be there. No one lives forever, mm. and uh. you need to open up governance for younger people to know the act of governance. That is the only way you can secure the country and probably our states and all that. Um, my last question before we start picking calls. One of the problems, not a problem, one of the issues raised when it comes to ministerial appointments and basically leadership in Nigeria generally is representation, especially gender representation. Some people have argued that stuff like quote-unquote affirmative actions where certain percentages are designated for a certain gender is unfair in terms of competence level. Do you share such sentiments? And do you think that the president, from what we've seen so far, again, we can only judge him for what we have seen so far, will be um, open enough in terms of inclusivity and diversity to have a certain quota 
of ministerial appointment designated for women and someone even push conversation say designated for youth or do you believe that it doesn't really matter if you're male female old or young so long you can do the job you should get the job done yes i feel i feel he should have he should involve women a lot and i feel he should involve youth he should look should there be a quota for them yes he should look at the demography i i insist on that you should check the demography if you are looking at um people in their 30s let's start from there let's not get down to 20s which i know <coughs> there are people that can also perform at that let's get to 30s people that have their 30s that have played certain roles that you think they are they are competent they can perform give them opportunity let's have a quota for that for that let's have certain number that okay between 35 and 45 i'm going to give you five slots or 10 slots it depends okay. on where where we are coming from between 45 and 55 you're going to have 15 slots and all that this is the progression and then you also involve women we 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 know um uh, even though, even though we have issues with women that were involved, particularly in Buhari's administration, you know, from, the, from the, the, bigger, the bigger allegation is from, from on the, the, here, on the, the minister uh, of humanitarian yes. affairs, and she's a woman. Yeah. There are a lot of accusations. And then the minister of finance too, even though no much, you know, issues on her, but, you know, there are issues. Now, in, at, at the beginning, all, uh, the perception we have is that, look, women can be trusted. Women, when, once you give a woman responsibility, you give the entire family. But, you know, it's beginning to change our, our perception now. I'm because, a woman, no. Because there are allegations, there are allegations of, 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 of certain, affairs. certain bias. I know, I, know, I know that. But in the distribution mm. of the commonwealth in humanitarian sector. Yes. You understand? Mm. We said, okay, publish the list. Let's know the beneficiaries. Let's know their, their geopolitical zones. Let's know, let's know if truly you reflect the, the, the federal character nature in your distribution of you know, humanitarian yeah, you know, right. assistance here and there. So, but I still believe, not, not that I still believe that you know, women can, can do better and then they should be given more opportunities. Should they, should they, just lastly, should they increase your quota or should it stay the way it has been? It, it's all about quota. No, that, that, is the five percent supposed to be. If, the five percent supposed to be for women. Should it be brother, increased or should it be if, reduced? If you have competent women, even if it's seventy percent, I don't mind. It's how they are talking Espe about my gender, especially <laughs> because the thirty-five. I think is is discriminatory. Yes, why you, can, you why can't restrict them to some quota. Hold on, I think it's a conversation we will have yes. some other time because of our time. If not, if I leave you both, you guys are going to come for my gender, and I'm just watching you people. And I'm like, these men don't know what I have in my heart to say. But the phone lines to call 09 or 0812187777 or head on to our social media platform www.facebook.com forward slash jfmjoss and off Twitter at jfmjoss. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call us back. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. Morning, welcome it's, to the uh, show. It's Radio Mama. I don't know, calling from Lancia. God, we bless you. If, if you leave those guys there, they won't allow us to talk today. Thank <laughs> <laughs> God. Now, for me, the, uh, the appointment of the ministers. I mean, uh, uh, President Tinubu should uh, factor in competence as well as um, the federal character thing, at least because he has made that one. Party mm. affiliations can come in, but let it be people who are competent. You can have people who work for you in the party and they are competent. 
Another thing, they like, they like him attach uh, portfolios to them before they go to before the national assembly. Mm. And then when they go to the national assembly, this era of uh, when they have one of their own among the materialists, they will now say take your bow and go. As far as he talk that thing, if they think that they know it all and they don't have anything, they are short of questions to ask them. Let them make them think they. Thank you so much. We've seen people flop on that side when it comes to singing the national anthem to tell how patriotic they are. Zero nine zero five. Yes, I can. Zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine zero eight one two one eight seven 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 seven. Even though they said the second stanza is Nigerian prayer, uh, not many people know that. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much. Uh, my name is uh, Honorable Zhang Azi. I'm calling from Nukwis in just not local government area. All right, go, go ahead. Um, thank you very much. In terms of um, appointment for the ministers and also the commissioners that is coming in, mm. I want to say that um, there must be involved, involvement of the youth on the process because without the youth, there is not going to be technology. You remember the issue that we are using now is all by the young man, uh, Mark Zuckerberg. But if these uh, old people, cycling the old people into the selections of the ministers, I believe uh, they will not, we are not going to have the, the technology uh, that we are yearning for in this generation. So therefore, uh, the presidents and the governors to also consider involvement of the youth and also the women, as you say, in the studio, so that we have a soko and also have the development uh, in both the state and the federal uh, government. Thank you very much for giving Thank you so time. much for your contribution. 09055666699 or 08121877777. Those are the numbers to call to be a part of the show. And head on to our social media platform this morning. We're asking you um, what are your expectations from the ministerial list and who are you hoping to see lead a particular ministry, www.facebook.com forward slash JFM Joss and off Twitter at JFM Joss. Hello, good morning. Hello, I'm Please, can you turn down the volume of your radio set and move away from it, please? Yes, I've turned it down already. Thank you so it's much. I'm calling you from Shaka. Israel, go ahead. Yes, uh, from the uh, uh, statement uh, the president made, even during the campaign, I don't expect him to stay up to this time without even appointing ministers. For God's sake, if actually, if uh, uh, from the way uh, he was campaigning and, and giving the impression that he is uh, so prepared, and one month into his administration, he has not been able to come up with those who are going to run his government. He has not chosen ministers. Now it's very clear that he is trying to use it to compensate those who fought and uh, who, who won elections for him. And if we are going to make our point, if we are going to make appointments mm. based on that, it's very clear that we will not have competent people because from the way it is, those people who uh, helped him, those who negotiated uh, with him uh, before uh, voting for him, would have asked for something and he would uh, 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 possibly think of uh, the governors, the APC governors in uh, different states uh, that, that, that are within the federation uh, to, to compensate them. And these guys are not going to uh, put in who are going to be so confident, who will not uh, listen to them, who will not uh, give in to their demands. So what uh, this uh, actually means is everyone, every governor wants to put somebody in who he can gain something from. And, and, and getting something from them means these guys are going to be corrupt. They are going to... Uh, 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 give in certain uh, 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 things 
You understand mm. what I mean? Uh, or they, they are going to be corrupt. That's not the truth. They, they right. have to be, uh, look, open up uh, ways for them to get money. And if our government is going to be run that way, we are not going to make progress. The best thing to do for him is if he has any way of settling uh, his people, let him look for another way to settle so the money. So to look for another means to settle his people. people. And let him look for competent people. That is the best way to do it. Look for competent, even across all parties. Okay. Be competent people that will, that, will, that will make your government uh, achieve uh, its aim. Thank you. All right. Um, Israel, I just wanted to respond. Um, the president has 60 days window to get his ministers. So it's not he's not out of line to have still sent his, no, his list already. If after 60 days he, he doesn't, doesn't do it, yeah. that's when he has a problem. Are we also need to understand that the um, Senate and House of Reps were just recently inaugurated. So from when... You have the, to wait till they, to that, was June. that was June 13th, right? Yes. So they had two weeks. So the president is not outside his right to be submitting his list now. We'll take this call. Hello, good morning. Abigail, good morning. Morning, welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Martin is calling from Abatua. Right, Madam Queen, go ahead. Yes, me, I don't expect anything. All these people that you are talking they are better of the same system. Hmm. All the, instead of them to appoint the young man to put into action, they will just appoint them to be speaking for them. You can see that they will put young people to be their spokesperson, but they will not put them in a place where they will be useful. So I'm not really expecting anything from this government, but anything I see, I will just take it because I don't vote them, I don't have a place. Thank you so much, Madam Queen, for that. Hello, good morning. Hello, good morning. All right, do well to call back. Hello, good morning. Hello. Good morning. Welcome to the show. What's your name and where are you calling us from? Thank you very much. My name is Ellis. I'm calling from Hoshi. All right, Ellis, go ahead. Thank you. My comment is very simple. From the look of things, mm. we can see the advisors and assistants so far appointed by President Bola Tinibu. The uh, I mean, somebody like uh, the celebrated Alaki of this world, mm. yes. they may not allow this man to even know what they are doing in respect of the candidates they want to, uh, I mean, uh, appoint as ministers or advisors. Mm. If they will allow the wife, Senator Oluremi Tinibu, uh, to contribute her quotas in respect of women appointment, mm. Nigeria will go a long way to have potent I mean, uh, professionals from the women angle okay. to contribute their own quota in the development of the country. But where the presidency will hijack, I mean, Bolatinibu, uh, and be working on his behalf, uh, when in actual sense, the man might not even know what they are doing because he's old and from the look mm-hmm. of things. Eh, you know, how can I, are somebody. You sure, are you sure that Tinibu wouldn't, wouldn't be aware? You know? Yes, yes, I'm telling you this. How can somebody come out to, I mean, uh, say that EU report, I mean, was rejected? You have to help us wrap up your thoughts because of our time, okay? All right, he put us on waiting, but we'll move over to our social media platforms for your comments. On Facebook this morning, Ayo Daily Agbabiaka says, I would like to see Abayomi appointed as Minister of Health because he has earned it when he showed his workability to fight the virus out of Lagos. Finally, no favoritism in selection of ministers. We don't want someone who will say, I don't know the office I'm about to minister to. 
credibility you he says engineer noble gas says to be sincere i really love what mr president is doing so far geopolitical zoning is in check in every aspect of his administration on the administrial on the ministerialist rather i expect nasari for minister of works expecting joshua darie rufus baturi and any other one from Plata states with exemption to one past governor of the state, he should be given ambassador to Chad or Niger Republic. It's quite funny. Love you all and we pray for a better Nigeria. Comrade Dawa says, competency is what we are looking for and expect for Mr. President, especially in terms of security, boosting the economy of the country. He says, we need people with the experience who are capable of doing the work. To my dear governor, we are looking forward to see technocrats make Plati State a better place. We will continue to pray for divine wisdom from God, he says. Albert Akaya Dagza says, well, for the ministerial appointment, I expect nothing short of the best on the list. I expect technocrats, not politicians. I expect competence, not reward. I am expecting square pegs in square holes. President Bola Ametinubu has thus far done well with his appointment. I expect him to give us his best of best to man the various ministries of our country. Let him merge some ministries to cut cost of governance. Says, good morning. King Cruz Hypeman says, anybody that Tinubu wants to appoint concerns him. Nigerians <laughs> <laughs> are not even happy. I just want to see the impact in my life. Suleiman Jibril says, my prayers is that may Almighty Allah give us, a good, give us good leaders who have this country in heart. Asabagun Francis says, we have seen ministers from 1999 till date. It has been all about management, empowering others, politicians, political patronage, systemic circulation and failures. This time around, there should be attachment of portfolios to the candidates for proper screening. Cyprian Mafiai says, let the ministerial appointments be done according to professionalism. Let it not be about favoritism, also federal character base. Also, it should be about track records too. And during the screening and examining the appointees, relevant and thorough questions should be put to them and we expect rational answers from the appointees. Felkuka Factors Guwan says, We pray the competent people should emerge from the better, for the betterment of Nigeria, unlike the previous administration that it was best on relationship. Kevin Lewis Denshak says, I am not expecting anything different from what has been obtainable from the previous administration. What impact has those ministers made in the nation other than collecting money? Just like those senators without doing absolutely nothing. The permanent secretaries of the various MDAs can also do the job with strict supervision. We want to thank you all for calling in and also giving your comments on our social media platform. We'll give um, Barrister J.K. Chris the opportunity to give his final words and reactions to some of the comments. Yes, um, we've seen the reactions. And then why the reactions are like this is because... The appointment, every appointment, whether minister, commissioner, whatever appointment in Nigeria is looked at as meal ticket, mm. as a way to get rich quickly. If you want to get rich immediately, get a government appointment, get a government job, you'll be rich because that is the, the, wealth, the, the wealth notion making we scheme. have. Yes, mm. but that is a very, very wrong notion. In fact, it is expected that when you get a government job, you, sh you can even come out poorer than you went because it is service, as you said. Mm. It is service. I've seen the altercation back and forth within the APC ranks in Plateau State as far as to 
you know, trying to influence position at the national. All this is because people want to go and make money. But that is a wrong notion. It is opportunity to go and serve. Mm. And then I expected people, I expect people to go there to serve their country, not to get rich. And then we want to appreciate His Excellency Governor Caleb Mutfan on the plateau. He has made a declaration that all the supervisory councillors from the local government should be 40 years and below. Mm. So you can be 25, you can be 30, you can be... This is the idea because that is where the governance, the training begins. Like all we right. said, governance is an act. You need to develop young people. They will start learning governance from that level. Very tender and age. Then they will come. So I, I always encourage the youth, develop yourself, position yourself, package yourself so that you can be found accountable and competent to be in the position. I want to thank you so much, Barrister J.K. Chris, for being on the show. This was Let's Talk on your Super Feel Good Radio yeah. Station, J101.9 FM. The news comes up by 10 o'clock. Keep your eyes locked on and have a wonderful day. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast. 